Hello, I'm Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you have joined us before, welcome back. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends to do the same. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. We have heard the word hybrid a lot in recent months. We now use this term to describe everything from rounds of formal recruitment to meeting styles and social events. The same is true for our fall executive board meeting. It, too, was a hybrid. Many of our executive board sisters are still unable to travel, in part due to restrictions placed by their states upon their return or by their professional employers. For those who were willing and able, the meeting was open for us to attend in person, so we hosted our very first hybrid executive board meeting in person and via Zoom. A fun twist to this particular meeting was a box I cultivated in advance of the meeting to help everyone get excited about being together, virtually and in person. The card enclosed read, It sucks, S-U-C-C-S, that we cannot all be together in person. And the gifts were in the theme of cactus blossoms, a few things like miniature hand sanitizer and soap, and a mask with cactus print. This was so much fun to put together, and it's true. It is more fun to take care of business in person, but much like our collegiate and alumni chapters, we are making the best of our time together and trying to add a little humor, even if that time spent is virtual. For those of us who were able to travel to Nashville, we spent some time together touring the grounds of Cheekwood, a beautiful historical home currently featuring a Chihuly art installation. I had never visited Cheekwood nor seen Chihuly art in person, so it was a wonderful way to spend some time and reconnect with my sisters before our meeting began. That Friday afternoon, our meeting did begin with our call to order and opening ritual. Following our agenda, we moved for the adoption of our consent agenda, which includes the approval of our meeting minutes, committee reports, and financial reports. From there, we moved on to the declaration of any conflicts of interest that may have arisen since our last meeting, and then on to our required approvals agenda, which generally includes items such as member reinstatement request. We then welcomed a member of our team from FinLogic to provide a financial review. In addition to this review, we received an update from the Finance and Audit Committee, one of the three executive board committees. Per our policy set, this update included a preliminary conversation about our upcoming audit results. Following our finance update, we took a 30-minute snack break to step away from our screens so that we could refuel and refresh. From there, we launched into the information requested by the executive board. This included a fraternity update provided by our executive director, Kaya Miller. 
This update, of course, included all things COVID, how our fraternity's professional staff team is working to provide tools and resources for our collegiate chapters to create an outstanding virtual membership experience, and how we are continuing to partner with our network teams and international volunteers to provide support to our chapter officers and advisors. We received a legal update from our general counsel, a Council of Delegates update from Gail Fitzpatrick, AOPI's NPC delegate, a Properties Board update, and an update on the AOPI Foundation. And this concluded our first evening together. Saturday began with an update from Jackie Petrucci, AOPI's Assistant Executive Director. Jackie shared the results of the Y-Pulse survey that our collegiate members participated in earlier this year. Among other things, this survey was designed to better inform how we can improve our membership experience, how we can better connect with our current and potential members, and how this information relates to our ends. I, for one, am very excited about how our professional staff team will take this information to provide support and programming to our chapters and our members. Next on the agenda was monitoring. Listeners may remember that monitoring is among the three key responsibilities of executive board members, along with creating policy and connecting with our members. For this meeting, we reviewed the monitoring reports provided by our professional staff team for EL4, Planning, EL5, Financial Conditions and Activities, EL6, Asset Protection, and EL7, Investments. Following monitoring, we also reviewed several policies to ensure that they are still appropriate and relevant to our organization. This review included our policies on planning, financial conditions and activities, asset protection and investments, as well as EL8, compensation and benefits. We then stepped away for a lunch break. Our afternoon began with an update on the work of our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Education Workgroup. This workgroup has now selected a chair and their meetings have begun. This is exciting work that will better inform our policies and programming in the future, and we are looking forward to the results. Following this update, our Governance and Board Development Committee reviewed our monthly self-assessment results. This self-assessment is taken by executive board members following our monthly board calls and meetings and is designed to guide our actions and keep us accountable to policy governance. We also enjoyed a role-playing activity designed to strengthen our knowledge and skills within the Carver method of policy governance. We wrapped up the Governance and Board Development Committee's work with a board education session focused on racism as a public health crisis. After a quick snack break, we reconvened for the afternoon session, beginning with our Membership Connection Committee presenting our connection plan for the remainder of this biennium. As a reminder, the goal of Membership Connection is to seek information from our membership. The rest of this year will include fireside chats, similar to those hosted after Leadership Institute this summer, among other forms of outreach so that we can continue to create a connection with our members. Next up on the agenda was succession planning. Our fall meeting in the second year of each biennium is the meeting when members of our executive board declare their intention to retire or to run for election at convention the next year. 
It is a bittersweet time filled with enthusiasm for the future while realizing that our time together as this particular group of leaders will soon be coming to an end. All paths are now leading to Convention 2021. With that direction, of course, comes the question of whether or not Convention will be hosted in person or in a virtual format. The truth is, we simply do not yet know. Our hope is that we will be able to safely gather together in Palm Desert next summer to celebrate all things AOPI and to take care of necessary fraternity business. In reality, there are too many unknowns to promise such an event. What I do know is this. Regardless of what convention looks like, it will be a time when we can connect with one another, take care of our business, and celebrate all that we have achieved together, even in the midst of a global pandemic, whether that's in person or virtually. Our professional staff team is working diligently to identify all of the options available to us. We hope to know more in the new year and we'll share it with our members as quickly as we are able. No matter what, we have much to celebrate and I look forward to doing so regardless of the format. Last but not least, our agenda included a section entitled Good of the Order. This captures everything from reminders and announcements to general topics of conversation that we may not have covered during the meeting. Then, of course, we end the way we began, with ritual. That was the official end of our activities for Saturday evening and for this board meeting. However, our work was not yet done. Sunday was home to an executive board retreat hosted by our Governance and Board Development Committee. One of the notable items that came out of our biennial check-in conversations among board members was that we wanted to further develop our personal connections with one another, particularly in the midst of a pandemic when we cannot all be together in shared space. So while we were not together 100% in person, we still wanted to create an opportunity for connection outside of our official agendas for our monthly calls and quarterly meetings. This retreat was designed to do just that, and it was a wonderful way to end our time together until we meet again in January 2021. That's all for today. As always, thank you for listening. If you have a question, email me at coffeetalkama at icloud.com. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.